You are now listening to the NYYST Welcome back. This is episode 211 of the NYYST podcast. I am your host, Christian, as always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You. And Stat Guy Rye. What up? What's going on, fellas? Subdued. Are you drunk this week, bro? You making it three three in a row? No, man. I'm sober. Sober? <laughs> you're Sober guy, Rye. You're cleaning up? You're cleaning up your act? Yeah, man, it was just getting to a point where, you know, Ryan was drunk for two straight weeks. Yeah, we're back. I was thinking about popping a couple of Bud Light seltzers on the show today. Popping a couple doggy zannies and a a Bud Light. But uh, I went monster instead because I need a little caffeine pick me up here. Mm, I like that. Recording at 745 on a Saturday evening, January 23rd, a week that saw nothing even remotely interesting happen in the world ever anywhere right (laughs) um like we say we don't like to get political on the show we're not going to get political on the show but i believe this is our first presidential inauguration as a as a collective unit right we guys any any yeah right yeah you're right any republicans out there who are upset about (laughs) joe biden we have good news for you if you're a yankee fan we talked about this not too long ago if there's one good thing you want to take away from a Democrat being in office, again, if you don't support Democrats, right. if you do, you got a lot of things if you're a Yankee fan. But when's the last time we said the Yankees won a World Series? Is it nine? Is it nine consecutive with a Democrat in the Oval Office? No, because, oh, yeah, right, because they didn't, George Bush was not in office when they won in 2000. Correct. Right. It, but it's going back nine consecutive World Series that they've won. A Democrat since, has been in office, right? It's since since 1958, the Yankees have not won a World Series with a Republican president in the okay, White House. Okay, so now we have I'm most just, conservative bastards. We know how much I love Silver Linings Playbook, and and you, Christian. I don't know about Rye. I think Rye likes it too. Great movie, Philly. Movie. I like to find silver linings. That's your silver lining right there. If anyone's upset about Biden being in office. We have a better chance that the Yankees win the World Series. There you go. Bada bing, bada boom. So let me ask you this question. Okay. Grandpa Joe and Grandpa Larry? Ooh, are they friends? Do they talk? It's, it's definitely a possibility. Do they talk? Do they do crosswords together and talk about what their strategy? Men, what, are, what do old people do together? They, He's a Rothschild. They, they actually conspired against Sonny Gray when he was here in uh, in New oh. York. It's actually all coming out true? now. Yeah, Is that true? Yes, Is there, it's true. Did I see a picture of Joe Biden at a Yankee Spring training camp? I guess it would have been when uh, President Obama was in office. You must have. You must have. He only showed up when they were in New York, though. No, it was in spring training. No, I'm saying, though, he only he, they only conspired about things when they were in the Bronx. Right. When he was on the road, when, when they didn't the have road. any of yes, any game exactly. plan. We know. So this. this is what I don't. This is what I don't get. Is everybody's like, oh, the Padres are going to be awesome. They traded for Blake Snell. They traded for you, Darvish. They got this guy. Who's their pitching coach? Oh, right. Wow. Oh right. God, they can't win a World Series. It's impo- It's physically impossible. They're done. 
I didn't even think of that. Because Grandpa Lair, he's he's out to sabotage. Would you say Larry Rothschild is a five-star pitching coach? <sighs> For anyone but Sonny Gray, absolutely would. Absolutely would. But would you would you say this is a five star podcast? That's no oh, doubt. Absolutely. That's yeah. no doubt. And I gotta say thank you to everyone because we've been we've been doing much better with bringing it up. And every week we get a we get a nice amount of reviews coming in. So yeah, we awesome. appreciate it. Keep it up. Subscribe to the YouTube channel <laughs> if you watch us on there. You can find us anywhere. But if you listen, most people listen on iTunes. So if you're listening on iTunes, take a second. Head over to, uh, I guess, the main page. Leave us a quick five-star rating review. Yes. Um, what I I think, though, you may have alienated, we may have alienated some uh, Democratic listeners in our open. They might have taken that as a perceived attack on the current president of the United States. And all I'm going to say regarding that is I don't care who the president of the United States is. I just care if it will help the Yankees win a world series. And apparently a Democrat <laughs> sitting in the oval office will help them win a world series. Listen, so let's, let's <laughs> let, you know what? I, I love the way you just made the country much simpler. Let's go back to a time where we only care about ourselves, right. And our own well being. because if we're all yeah. better, if we're all better and in better states of mind, right. Then we make the world better. So let's be a little selfish here and say, who cares about policy? Who cares the, uh, what the narrative is? Let's just be selfish. And let's just say there's a better chance for the Yankees to win now. And that's all we should care about is the Yankees winning. Yes. So, uh, <clears throat> hey, you know what? If the Yankees go four for four in Joe Biden's presidency, then he's the greatest president in the Boom. history. Yeah, four more years. Re I want four Fuck more years. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't care what kind of shape our country's in at that point. You just fucking realize you could fucking we could literally Ryan, do you remember the scene in Avengers Endgame when they scanned over City Field before they did like the group yeah, therapy yeah. session? That dark. could literally be America, but the Yankees could be on a four for four That's all that matters. streak of winning World Series with Joe Biden as president. Throw maybe throw in a couple that, of Cole Cy Youngs if you want. That is that hey, you know what? I will. I will personally go to Rand McNally and write the fucking textbook. <laughs> Joe Biden, greatest president ever. Listen, in in all seriousness, this is this is what we do need to get back to. Just not giving so much of a fuck because I get too fucking involved. Like, because it, it's just everywhere. It's everywhere. And for me, I'm someone who hates politics. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. I fucking don't trust you, and I hate you. That's pretty much what it comes down to for me. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I we just have to go back to simpler times where we just focus on the things that make us happy and the things we want for ourselves and our families. And my family will not be happier than than after a Yankee World Series because then I'm happy. Okay. Boom. All right. All right, I so like since it. we've been discussing the Yankees winning World Series, let's uh, let's kind of start there. Uh, we just kind of preview the show a little bit. I'm just tossing around different ideas of how I want to format the show going forward. If we want to do like preview in the open or whatever, you know what? We'll get to the Jared Porter stuff at the end of the show. I thought we were going to open with it, but we'll get to it at the end of the show. Um, we're going to talk about the we 
touched on this last week because it kind of broke while we were recording the Luis Castillo trade rumors, which kind of are no a little non-existent at this point. But now uh, you hear the name Jameson Tyon popping back up again. Who brought him up first? Who brought him up first? Well, you know what? People can, you know what? People can say that we're a bunch of jabronis. Nobody knows who we are. Blah, 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 blah. But when Joel Sherman writes a fucking article today about comparing uh, Troy Tulowitzki signing to Corey Kluber signing, you're going to tell me that somewhere in the stratosphere, my voice. No, let, I mean, come on. let me be honest. And you know, I don't like to blow smoke up your ass. If I can help it, I will never do it. Please don't blow anything up my ass. <laughs> I'm gonna blow a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of pipe smoke up your ass right now. Because when you brought that comparison up, I understood where you were coming from. But I was like, okay, this is definitely a unique point of view because I don't I don't fully see it. I don't I get the comparison, but I there's just no way in hell anyone's coming up with that comparison elsewhere in the Yankee universe. There's no way. So, I still not on board with it, just because Joel Sherman brought it up. But I think you're right. I think he. I think he. Uh, I think he listens to the show. And if you're listening, Joel, we'd love to have you on. I don't think we've said anything bad about Joel Sherman. Mm. I don't know. Yankee Twitter doesn't seem to like him. I don't know. I don't know what caused that, but he gets a lot of uh, people are digging at him a little bit. Well, what, <clears throat> speaking of people that we have had on the show, we've spoken to Brian Hoke in the past, um, and uh, I don't recall what he was doing this week. I know he was on a few different shows. Uh, he but he caused a little bit of uh, I don't know what the word. He caused a little bit of commotion, I guess you want to say, when he said that the Yankees were uh, doing their due diligence or whatever, however he phrased it regarding Jamison Tyon. He was a name that we had heard uh, linked to the Yankees a few weeks ago when we discussed them. But when somebody like Brian Hulk comes out and says that, and then he says it in the context that he said it, uh, it leads you to believe that the Yankees are doing a lot of work on him because he's a, he's an actual target for them. Now we've talked about this in the past. Um, this guy hasn't pitched since when, Ryan? 2019. Did he pitch in 2019? Yeah, he pitched about seven yeah, he, games. He made seven oh, wow. starts so, in 2019. So he basically didn't pitch in, in 2019. Well, no, he did. But he threw. But in 2018, he threw 191 innings. In 2017, he threw 133 innings. All right, so How I got to say. 2018? 191. That's the only optimistic thing I can take away from that. Is that okay? When this guy is healthy, and let's hope if you have three Tommy Johns, is that is are you done at that point? Do they have a Tommy Can John you limit? Have three? I thought they don't yeah, do. Do you, they have a Tommy John have to limit? Use your other arm. Yeah, then you're fucking. Then you're just becoming a, a lefty at that. Is he a left? He's a righty, right? He's a right hander. Yeah. Um, he's had two already. Yeah, I believe he's had two Tommy Johns. Yeah, surgeries. this was his second, I believe. His first that's, since becoming a major league pitcher. That's great. So. um yeah, you know, when he's healthy, does he have the the ability to eat some innings? In in his he had he had a couple of years where his ERA was respectable. I mean, he had a three two and a three four in in his two better years. Um, his his earned average. You're saying asking? Yeah, 
he had a, he, in 2018, that was his best year when he went 14 and 10 in 191 innings. He had a 3.2 earned run average. And then he had a 3-4. Two years. Eight, was 2018. And then two seasons three, before he had a 3-4. Three, three, yeah, 3.38. So that's respectable. But again, we're talking about replacing a question mark with a, with a question mark. And, and so his first Tommy John, they took the uh, they took it from his wrist. This one they took from his butt. The Palmaris long. He doesn't have the Palmaris tendon in his wrist. So his second Tommy John, they had to take it from his left leg. Yeah. The tendon graft from his left leg. Yeah, my buddy LeMay uh, in college, he didn't have a strong enough one in his wrist. So they Mm -hmm. took it right from his ace right down here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Another team team looking into Tyone is uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. So guess what? They can have him. Yeah. yeah, look, I think you're going at this. I think I think you have every right to be negative towards it because you know what the asking price is going to be. If we're getting him, why for, are the Yankees? If we're getting him for a bag of balls, I, that's a different story. We know what the asking price is because we're also hearing the Yankees are uh, in. They've been in contact with Asiel Puig, and they've been in contact with Marcelo Zuna. Why do we need another right-handed outfielder? Because, because we're trying planning. to push Frazier. Oh well, really? So we're gonna trade Clint Frazier and have to pay one of these guys, and then have to bring in another guy on a on a contract to trade for a guy that hasn't pitched in two years. When didn't last week? Didn't we sign somebody that hasn't pitched in two years? Am uh, I mistaken yes. in saying that? Yes. And, okay. And didn't we just get rid of someone who couldn't stay healthy, and we said it, we shouldn't do this anymore? Are we trying to? This is what this is what baffles me. When it comes to Brian Cashman, you got to break the mold here. We all know what Brian Cashman's mo is: low risk, high reward. Yeah. And how did they? And how do you get starting pitchers low risk, high reward? They're hurt all the time. Yeah, Same thing right. with James Paxton. You can bring in a, uh, any number of guys you want to list that he's brought around here. All right, but I'm gonna ju- I'm gonna out. play devil's advocate real quick. I'm fully on board with you, and I completely agree. But we have to pose the question of who else is out there? Why? Not, why? Here's the popular name, and I and I'm not one of these fantasy GM type guys that say go get this guy, even though what's wrong with getting Kyle Hendricks out of out of Chicago? Well, that could still happen, you know. That could definitely. They're st- not going to trade. They're not going to make both trades. No, no, no. I'm saying if the tie-on doesn't isn't going to happen. I'm sure their first priority would be Kendricks. If they can get a Hendricks, uh, Hendricks, Hendricks, if they can get a reasonable asking price for, I'm not even talking about reasonable Ryan, please look up Kyle Hendricks numbers. Give him to me, please. By reasonable, by reasonable guy to stick behind Garrett Cole. Listen, I, by reasonable, I meant not Glaber Torres. So in the 2020 season, he went six and five, but he posted a 2.88 ERA. Just give me one innings. Ryan, can you just give me innings pitched and uh, ERA, please? Right. 2019, 177 innings pitched, 3.46. 2018, 199 innings, 3.44. 2017, 139, 303. And his best year, 190 in 2016, though, 2.13 earned on average. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Did he pitch game seven in the World Series that year? I think so. He came in third in Cy Young that year. I'll, I'll this is the guy. His, uh, That's and what the guy. Is I and and if you don't yeah. mind going to spot track, I believe he's making fourteen million dollars a year for the next two seasons, something like that. So that's the that's the guy that 
he has the makeup and the profile of the guy that the Yankees need to stick into this rotation. And then if you want to tell me Corey Kluber is your other move, then I'm okay with it. Because now you have a legit one and two. Yeah. We don't have that right now. We don't, Yankees we don't, don't have know that if, if we bring, have it. We don't know no, if we, we have don't, it. No, we don't have it. No, we you're don't know. Season, no, you're starting the season without it. No, you we are don't not know eliminated. That. Shut your mouth and listen. <laughs> you have not eliminated any of the question marks. So until you're proven wrong, you don't have it. Guilty until proven innocent. I so it looks like right he now. signed. It looks like he signed until 2024. He's making yeah 14 million over the next three years, and then 2024 he's up to 16 million, and then a vesting option in 2024. For a guy that's going to be a legit number, he is a legitimate number two pitcher. You want you cannot. I can't stress this enough. You cannot waste Garrett Cole's prime. Years, yeah, you already wasted one of them because of the fucking pandemic, and I and you almost have to give the Yankees a pass for it. you have to kind of give everybody just say sixty games twenty twenty, just wipe it off the map. But now we're but now if you're gonna play one sixty two, you're gonna start on time. You're gonna play one sixty two. There should be no excuses. What the Cubs look like? They might be in a little bit of a sell mode here. Why not call them up? Why not? How do you know they have? You can't. How do you know they have? You, because you seem to you seem to feel get the feeling that they're more interested in taking a flyer on a guy that hasn't pitched in two years than actually paying the freight on somebody that you know can stand up there and, with the lights shining bright. And because can be, who's the freight? Uh, who's the freight? Can be. What do you mean? Who's, who's the, freight? the freight, Christian? I mean. Uh, how many times? And I'm not defending the Yankees. I, I again, I am on board with you. But we also had to be fair and, well, and talk the, about the fact the that fr- every fucking asking price is starts with Glaber Torres. It's right, almost so like you- it's almost like Glaber Torres handcuffs the Yankees because teams don't want to move past them. All right, so trade him and bring Didi Gregorius back. Is that you what would you want? Do, would you do that for? for Fuck no. Okay, so there you go. I mean, teams don't want to move past them. The Yankees have a piece in their in their roster that we want to talk about the Yankee tax that they pay when when they're overpaying for players in a trade or whatnot. Glaber Torres is the Yankee tax that no team will go past. They will not hear anything unless it's good. And uh, I think as much as we want to rip Brian Cashman, we also have to understand that that seems to be what's holding most of these deals back. You can't. Tr- you're, are you considering the Yankees a World Series contender? Yes. So you don't trade starting pieces from your team. I understand. I'm. I'm in agreement right. with you. Right. Trade. Eh, trade the. Trade them. Trade Dominguez. Get just trade them. If that. I don't. If that were the case, if it came out and it said, and they said, Brian Cashman was offered this deal, but he wouldn't give up. Dominguez, then I'm pissed. Then I'm saying, what the fuck are you doing? For Hendricks? Yes. I'm saying, what are you doing at this How point? How old is Hendricks? Is Hendricks still in his 20s? He's probably, what, 28, 29 right now? I personally, I wouldn't make that deal for Kyle Hendricks. So he's, got to, uh, he's got a lot of innings on his arm. He's got over 1,000 he innings pitched, and he's 31. Yeah, but that's a good thing right now because the guys who don't have a lot of innings on their arms seem to be the guys who have Tommy John surgery. Seem to be the guys who can't stay healthy. Let's get a guy here who has shown us his arm is durable. 
So do you want to you want to make a trade for a guy whose contract is going to run out and you're hoping that Jason Dominguez will make the major league roster at that point? Is Jason Dominguez a good major league baseball player? I have no idea. Right. There you go. <laughs> is he a major league baseball player or is he Maybe. fantasy land? Is he fantasy talking, land right now? I've, I've said this a hundred times. He is a myth to me. He Jason Dominguez, story. if your kids are listening, tune him out, mute us right now. Jason Dominguez is like the fucking tooth fairy right now, okay? Where you put a little fucking tooth under your pillow and you wake up and you think the tooth fairy came and left you a dollar, okay? You never see her. No one fucking knows if she's real. That's Jason Dominguez. And that's who you cannot hold back for a piece that could literally, I mean, arguably, if the Yankees got Hendricks, don't you think they're the favorite to win at least the AL pennant? What is legitimate number two there to yes. favor in the American League? Yes. Come on. You have the best pitcher in the league, maybe the sport on your team. Would you dispute that? Healthy right now? I mean, who 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 is considered the best right now? Jacob deGrom? Obviously, duh. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, definitely in the league. J- Jacob DeGrom's in a different, that's why I didn't even think of him because he's just in a different, he's on a different planet. Uh, he's not even comparable to anyone else, but other outside of that, I wouldn't say, I would say that, uh, Garrett Cole can hold his own to Jacob DeGrom. It's not like when Marcus Stroman t- said that nobody on the Yankees was in his league. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he took a, what, a $4 million deal just to not slip through the cracks. He took a qualifying offer. Well, he took nineteen million. So lose yeah, it. Still nineteen. Whatever. He took it because he knew he couldn't make. It. He was going to probably make four million. Right. <laughs> no, I mean seeing what. Yeah. Uh, who the hell did the Red Sox just sign? Some pitcher, Garrett Richards, ten million dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ten million good, he got. That's crazy. Yeah. Holy. That's wild. Red Sox making moves and they signed Kike Hernandez. Wait, hold on. Can we just talk about it? That? Oh, that's really? where the market's at right now. That Richards is getting ten million. Yeah, that's why yeah, I that, keep. That's why I keep thinking that Tanaka's not coming back. Yeah, I that mean, pretty much confirms Yankees, that he's gone. Yankees aren't going to pay him fifteen million dollars a year. You have a little agita tonight. A little bit. I don't drink caffeine this late. So. Oh shit! Yes, yeah, that late night shit. monster. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, $10 million for Garrett Richards, huh? That's crazy. Tanaka's going to get $20 million. Easily. Um, I can no, he'll, get 15, he'll get 15 though, I think, from he the a- Angels. Go, I, yeah, I mean, go back to Japan. I don't think he's going to sign anywhere, to be honest with you. I think he's just going to go back to Japan. That's He's not going to the He's not going to the Angels. Nah, he's not going to the Angels. But I'm just uh, there's got to be a team out there that's going to offer that him more than sucks. the Red Sox offered Richards. That's a shitty well, way to go you know out. <clears throat> The the team that yeah. I would have thought he would have wound up on and, uh, was San Diego, but I mean, how many more starting pitchers are they going to get? Yeah, because no. think about it, Snell. They got Snell, Musgrove, uh, Darvish, and now they're going to go and get Tanaka. That's that's a whole rotation think, right there. I think they had a, a one or two guys that were pretty decent already. All right, let's just yeah. say the Yankees wait long enough, where no one offers anything to Tanaka, and he's kind of like. He's really gotten to the point where he's like, all right, I guess my future is just back in Japan, right? What if the Yankees call him up at that point and say, look, we know you're heading back to Japan. What if we gave you one year 
just to come back and play with us before you go back and finish out your career in Japan. You think he does it to stay in New York What's, to get a proper goodbye? What are they going to offer him? $8 in a free chicken bucket? <laughs> Here's what I do. You know how some there, there's a few players that were signing late in the in the regulars. Who was that? Um, Ian Desmond, I think, did it a few years a few back. Guys. Where they, yeah, they weren't signing, and then they had their own little mini training camp, yeah. and then they, you know, had tryouts or whatever. Maybe you have Tanaka go and play in Japan until like August. You sign him on on a lower contract. You can't bring do him. That. Bring no, he'll have a full contract there. I'll have a contract. I, they're not going to let him go. Void it. Especially not to leave the country. Maybe. Yeah, it's like. It, <laughs> but yeah, I well, know, but I'm saying when's when's their season done? It doesn't matter. He's not going to be able to go pitch in Japan. Well, what if he signs, signs a one-year deal with the with What if he Putin's? signs a six? What if he just signs a, like a six-game deal? Like, oh, <laughs> here I go. Never know. I'm going I, back to America in July. I really think that my scenario there could could happen. Where are the Yankees luxury tax wise? I don't know. That's what I was just going to ask you. What is it like eleven? I think they have like I I don't know around nine, nine to eleven. If they're going to bring, look, if they're going to bring in Hendricks, they're going to have to trade Adam Ottavino, which I'm not going to obviously I'm not going to cry about, but they have to trade him if they want to stay under two ten, and that kind of puts him in a vulnerable place too, because we really need Adam Ottavino. No, you really don't. No, 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 no. I'm saying we need the real Adam Adovino if he's going to be here. And without him, if we're replacing that with the starting pitcher, that's great. I'm I'm all on board for that, especially a guy like Hendricks. But but at that point, then we're really spreading our bullpen thin because we don't have Canely, and now we don't have Adam Adovino anymore. Who do we have out there? Somebody's got to step up. Yeah, who's that? Asher Wojciechowski. Oh, please. That's just, that's just, you know, and that, those types of things annoy me, you know, when fans are like, oh, why did we sign this guy? He sucks. He's not going to, that's the yeah, point. I, He's not yeah. going to make the team. If you see Asher Wojciechowski yeah. fucking making starts for the Yankees, something went terribly wrong. He's just there as a guy that can go sit and scratch his balls in Scranton in case of an emergency, that they need somebody to come in and throw four innings for a start. Brian Cannon, just like Chasim, when we talked about last week, he didn't sign this yeah. guy to to be any type of big factor. These are just guys that have logged major league innings. Nestor you Cortez, mean, it wasn't a big yeah, factor. Yeah, Sean. Nestor Cortez is back. Look at that. Adam Warren. Oh, they did. Get, did they get Adam Warren back? Yeah. Yeah. Minor league what, deal, though, right? I don't know yeah. what it is with Adam Warren, why he keeps coming back here. Yeah, they hate him. He has success here. Versus other the other teams. He was in the what? Wait, what? He went to the yeah, yeah. The tour was he in the Torres deal? Was he in the Torres deal? Was it Chapman and Warren? And they? I thought he went. No, he was in the international bonus pool money. For who? He He went to Seattle for bonus. No, he got traded a couple times. I think he's traded him at least twice. Oh, he He came. Did he come back in that deal? Did he come back? He might. Yeah, I think they traded it? him. To, did they trade him to the Mariners first? Yes. I don't know. No, they, the, that was the final time was, Adam Warren left. Monday announced that they have acquired international signing pool money yeah. from the Mariners in exchange for Adam Warren. International slot money. That was in 2018. Yeah, but the, the chat. That the was the Chapman second time. In 2016. I don't know. I, I gotta look. You know, I'm not a big Adam Warren guy. 
Uh, oh, oh, it was in the Starling Castro. It was Castro for Starling Castro. Yeah. Oh, so now we're going. And a player, uh, the Yankees traded Warren and a player to be named later. Who was that player to be named? Brendan Ryan. I just looked it up. Oh. Uh, so then yeah. they got him back just to ship him off. And then, and then he, he got him back. Then he came back in the Gleyber Torres deal. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Right. My God. And that was actually, everyone talks about getting. Torres and then also getting like Chapman back and who was the other guy that got back wasn't there some oh no just Chapman back eventually no one talks about getting Adam Warren back in that deal but that was actually a pretty big a pretty big move because we know Cashman's strength is the international pool money that if there's one thing Cashman does great it's it's use that money efficiently right so he used it to sign Jason Dominguez. Now he's got to trade him to the Cubs. There you go. Hmm. All comes back to the Cubs. There you go. Look, man, I uh, this is this is what kills me sometimes. It's just like fans are like, oh, Cashman's a prospect hugger. And then it's like, oh, well, you can't trade Jason Dominguez. <laughs> right. Oh. That's what that's who else is he hugging? So honestly, build the package around build a package around them. Maybe you don't go as high as Davey or Schmidt as your as the as the pitching that goes back because you're trading uh Dominguez. But dude, how you can't let the honestly Oh, I go Schmidt. I go Schmidt. I don't go Davey though, for sure. No I way. I can't let I can't let a guy that is eight how was he, eighteen years old that might be two or three years away from make uh making a major league team keeping me from acquiring what I really need right now. Yeah. It's I all about right I now. I can't. And I I mean, really, you know, we know that we live in New York, New Jersey, and these are blue states, and you guys probably, you know, it's very big stronghold for Mr. President Biden here. You want to, you want, you want to make him look greatest president ever. So the Yankees have to win a world series. So let's trade Jason Dominguez. See ya. And, and that'll, we'll say that that's, that's the Joe Biden presidency. (laughs) That's it. That's his legacy. What did Joe Biden do? Well, we don't really know because we stopped following. He got politics. us Kyle Hendricks, but he got us Kyle <laughs> Hendricks. <laughs> he got us Kyle Hendricks. He kicked Sonny Gray right out of the Bronx, and he won us a World Series. I had I don't I had heard something brief in passing that the Mets made a call on Sonny Gray. Oh boy, don't they know about his record in New York? No, oh, that, that's not his fault though. Oh right, right. Um. Yeah. For uh, Yohino Suarez and Sonny Gray, they reached out for. I can't believe the, that the Mets. I can't believe the uh, Mets want that would Sonny fit. Gray. That would fit the narrative, though, that they, they do tend to sign guys where it would kind of be a spite move for the Yankees. Maybe. The maybe wait, hold on. Spite move. Hold because on. If, well, all right, Christian. <laughs> if he if he does actually if he pitches the way he's pitched in Cincinnati and they go on and make the and go to the World Series, maybe. then yeah, that's a. Move where they're biting the Yankees a little bit. Maybe Steve Cohen. You wouldn't think you would. The, how would that make you feel seeing Sonny Gray pitching in Game Four of the World Series? Wouldn't bother me. Maybe well, Steve when Cohen he gives up, when he gives up seven runs and four. <laughs> uh, yeah, well then that's Listen, a different story. But. Maybe Steve Cohen is too rich for his own good, and he hasn't been following baseball closely enough. So he comes <laughs> over, and everyone, no one speaks up because he's so rich and powerful, and they don't want to tell him like how good. far off base he is. But he's like, guys, here's what we're gonna do. We're going to stick it to the Yankees. We're going to first, we're going to sign Brandon Drury and then we're going to get Sonny Gray over here. And we're really going to stick it to I'm going to tell you a funny story because you just made me think of something, right? 
few years ago, the WWE signed this deal with Saudi Arabia to do two shows a year over there, and uh, obviously then Abu Dhabi because yeah, no, that's not that's not Saudi Arabia. <laughs> okay, it's two different things. Um, so anyway, the prince of Saudi Arabia uh, makes these these weird requests all the time of guys that he wants to see wrestle on these shows, like because he remembers from being a fan and like when he was a kid, like in the nineties. So he's like, Oh, we're doing a show this month. Can we get the ultimate warrior? Meanwhile, the guy died three years ago. <laughs> so it's, They're a little behind on so, the news over there. So it's like, Wait. so, so Steve Cohen's like, Oh, we can get Brandon Drury. I remember reading some that the Yankee fans really liked him. And then Sonny Gray. Yeah. Look, if Sonny Gray came to the Mets and he pitched like a Cy Young, would it have pissed me off? No, I guess. it would just further prove our point that this guy's just such a fucking fraud. Such a fraud. Make, made every excuse in the book of why he couldn't be successful in, as a Yankee. Well, you know, there are less people. Oh, you know, I Queens. thought I pitched good. I only threw two innings and gave up seven runs on three hits. But I felt really good out there, and I thought my slider was really, mm. really effective. So remember when we were hosted at Yankee Stadium by the Levines for the, the uh, Mallory's Army Charity? Yes. Remember that game was such a blowout, and we were just having a good time? Yes. And then Sonny Gray came in, and we looked up, and we were like, and we were like oh, my God, it's close. The tying run is on pace. Yeah. That's exactly Sonny Gray. <laughs> That's Sonny Gray's legacy here in, in New York. Was that the Sonny Gray smart game? No. That was no, a dating game. No. Do you really want to get me started right now no, on the smart no, game? That was, on. That let's was, move on. Yeah. Let's move that on. was a bad day for Christian. Way yeah. too much. Okay. Uh, speaking of pictures, uh, <laughs> let's just bring this up quick. Although we have broken a rule of mentioning Sonny Gray's name on the show, we will not break our rule of mentioning this dickhead's name on the show. <laughs> Uh, he actually signed a one-year deal with the Minnesota Twins this week. Yeah. If you don't know who, you can just Google it because we shouldn't bring up his name. Yeah. I think he's got a he's got a uh, $100,000 Cy Young incentive bonus too wrapped up in there. So, And here's and this is just goes to show you how fucked in the head Yankee Twitter is. There's people actually that tweet it. Oh, well, why didn't we re-sign him? No. No, you can't. No. <laughs> No, there's no people doing that. The, I refuse to believe it. I'm going to live in okay. my own reality. Live in your own reality. I'm going to live like, in my own reality. The twins are getting st- Why didn't we get like, okay, relax. No, Just no, no. Down. There's no way someone's brain actually functions that way. There were people defending him on social media when this, when the trade was made. Wow. Oh, well, he's not really as bad as Yankees, as the Yankee fans made him out. No, see. he was. No, he definitely no, You're was. right. You're absolutely right. He's not as bad as we made him out to seem. He's actually fucking worse. He's worse. He's way worse. And he's a dick. So put like, a bu- he was a dickhead on top of it all. Well, you know, the Yankees fucked with his money. No, he fucked with his money by sucking. By sucking. Okay? By sucking. Well, to put a bow on that so we don't have to talk about it until the Yankees fucking put up 10 on him in two-thirds of an inning, um, <laughs> the Twins just prove that they have zero interest in ever beating the Yankees in a yeah seriously series. seriously I, honestly I agree with that I maybe they just gave up maybe they were just like look we we threw our best at them and there's just game one game one of the division series Yankees twins it's Cole versus him and it, you're like <laughs> it, well the twins just gave it, up it, though it, 
It's like even if, when they come out and and hit and get a fucking three run homer to I will, start a I game. I will never I will never be so confident that the Yankees will win a game. And if he lost, I might try to run myself over. Yeah. I would put my car in neutral and lay there. Yeah. You mean if he won, if he beat the Yankees? What did I say? You said if he lost. If he if won, we lost. if we lost. Yeah. Absolutely. I I'd actually put it in reverse for you and and hit a, hit the gas. Uh, so let's uh, let's continue this little conversation here about Jamison Tyon, just to put a bow on that. How about here's here's as simple as I can say, no. Mm. He's gonna do it. He's gonna fucking do it. I don't know. Dude. You know it. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta exhaust all you your know other what options. Can, and I don't want to use this this term like and, and make light of the situation. It's like a drug addict. And you just know that they're gonna fucking relapse, right? And it's, it's just like you, 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 you say to yourself, "Nah, they're past it. It's not gonna happen again." And then, meanwhile, you know, you see him down in the corner buying fucking crack or whatever. Right? That, injured pitchers are fucking crack addiction to Brian Cashman. He's yeah. like, "Oh, one more, one more hit, give one me, more give hit." Me, give me, give me, give me, give me. And this guy's got two Tommy Johns, so he's really fiending for him. Oh my God! You know, yeah. one Tommy John's good enough, but you give him two God, Tommy can John's. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if that elbow flares up for a third time? Oh my God! <laughs> oh, you mean I could have had Robbie Ray and Archie Bradley for Clint Frazier? Jameson, oh. how's that elbow feeling? It's a little tender, isn't it? <laughs> it's almost. It almost is. It's almost like uh, you're in the Twilight Zone with Cashman and these moves. But here's the only thing I'll say: What if it comes out that he did call on Hendricks? He did call. On uh, right. who's the dude that we were looking at? Castillo. Castillo. They did call on Luis Castillo. No, I know. I'm just saying, if, if all these other options, because I said, what better options do they have? And you named, you know, uh, Hendricks, whatever. And let's just say they called all the other options. And like I said, it all started with Glaber Torres and they wouldn't move off him. And this is his only option. What if that comes out? Are you okay with the deal then? It's like the Corey Kluber thing. I guess it's not, you have to do something. Something's better than nothing. But what did you do to eliminate the question marks in your rotation? Yeah, but what if there? What if he can't? Then are you okay with giving up Torres? No, I'm not because I don't live in fantasy world. Where I, mark. Because here's here's what's going to happen, right? Oh, why don't we go and get Trevor Story? Because you're not playing a fucking video game, you gimp. <laughs> oh man! So is Didi just not going to play? You think? I don't get it signed somewhere. <laughs> Is Gimp offensive? Can you say that anymore? It doesn't matter. You can so, be dude. offensive we just again. Got canceled. We're allowed to be offensive again now. You can be offensive because you know what? Yeah, because you know what? We're gonna laugh on this show, and we everyone fucking knows who loves us, who has been listening to us, that we are not serious. We are we are making funnies. Okay. Okay. Serious? Are you serious right now? Okay. I told that story about the guy I used to work for, and he'd be like, "Oh, serious." <laughs> Yes, like, Jimmy, serious. This guy wants to order two pizzas. Serious? Do you remember Johnny Hardcore? Yeah. From, uh, I nicknamed him Johnny Hardcore. This fucking guy. Because <laughs> I'm just bringing him up because my neighbor, I meant to tell you, my neighbor looks just like him and talks just like him. Oh, boy. Johnny fucking sure Hardcore. Because he probably had to go into hiding. Is Johnny, Johnny, Johnny incriminated himself. I don't know. Little false to Haskell is... Uh, is much hiding, but Ryan yeah. never Ryan never worked with Johnny Hadqua. 
No. Ryan, let me let's just tell the story real quick. Back in the day, I had a side hustle, right? <laughs> oh yeah, you used to sell DVDs. Uh, I used to sell DVDs, and uh, you know what better way to push them than uh, your coworkers at a pizzeria? And I I saw this, his name was Johnny, and uh, is, was that even his real name? John was his real name. I don't okay. know what his last name was. So uh, <laughs> one day I went up to him. It wasn't hardcore. Was like, <laughs> nope. Well. I were like uh, John. I said John. He's like uh, you watch movies. Like yeah, well, you know I watch movies. And uh, I was like, well, you know I saw DVDs. I was like, he's like, yeah. What do you watch? It's like three for ten, right? So he's like, you got. He's like, what do you got? So I carried a catalog basically around of what I had. This way, I was a fucking commit to memory. I had. Like, you were a like the dudes at Yankee Stadium who come up to you and you're like, hey, you want a hat? You were like <laughs> one of those guys. You kept your fucking catalog in your car with you at all times. So he looked at it. He's like, he's like, you got any of those movies? And I was like, what fucking movies? You know, those he's like, fucking, those, uh, you he's know, like those movies. So I was like, movies. he's like, he's like, so I was like, I got some Skinamax. He's like, he's like, no, I'm talking about like fucking hardcore. Here. <laughs> no, this, is what, <laughs> this is what he would do. He would pull you to the side. He'd be like, Christian, uh, you got any of those? Other, you got any of, of those uh, adult movies over there? And he and then and then you would react to him. So then he said the hardcore thing to Christian. He's like, "No, I like hardcore porn." And then Christian's like, <laughs> "Whenever he got a reaction back that was like maybe he shouldn't have said it, he'd always follow up with, no, nah, I'm just kidding with you. Seriously though, but uh, I like softcore. But no, seriously though, Christian, uh, between me and you, I really do like hardcore porn." <laughs> and then, and then he'd then just was, walk away. And he was Johnny Hardcore. Johnny and he had no idea why everyone at the pizzeria was calling him Johnny Hardcore. I told that story to everybody. A nun walked in and I told her the fucking story, (laughs) and he had still had no clue why he was Johnny Hardcore. Hey Chris, why do they call me Hardcore? I don't know, Johnny. I heard he went to jail. Probably wouldn't doubt it. (laughs) Why would we bring up a story about Johnny Hardcore? I don't know. Someone you used to work with. You two used to work Uh, together. All right, so what? <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, Brian Cashman, right? Yeah. What about Brian? Can you can you not sit fucking still, move or something? <laughs> uh, could you make me think the computer froze? <laughs> what if Brian Cashman is like sitting in sitting in his bathtub alone? And he's like, oh man, I could trade. I could trade. Jason Dominguez for a guy that had two Tommy two John Tommies? <laughs> Who do you think he called? Two Tommies? You think? He... Oh man! So you're telling me you had surgery on that arm twice? <laughs> oh, you don't have a wrist lend- tendon or a leg tendon? Talk about hardcore! That's hot. <laughs> That's my type of guy right there. <laughs> God, you, you're gonna run out of tendons. You're you might have to take that other tendon. Now, now it all it, it explains why the Yankees have so many injury prone players on the team. Yeah, it just gets up. <laughs> Ever gets since twenty sixteen, this team has been falling apart. His Cashman has, <laughs> Cashman has a weird fetish. That's why everybody's oh, worried about. Oh, the Yankees aren't going to sign Judge long term. Watch him miss forty. <laughs> watch him play oh, forty. Yeah, games he's definitely he, getting signed. He, He's going to get a $320 million contract delivered to him. So the more hurt you are, the better the better contract you're getting. Aaron Hicks, oh. you play 28 games a year. Here's a seven-year deal. Sever, Severino, Tommy John surgery. 
No, you know what? Five year deal. You know, Hicks was in the LPGA had like a celebrity. Yeah, I saw it. I saw the Hicks. He was filthy, dude. Maybe he should have been a golfer. I saw a video of him at a top at Top Golf hitting it out of Top oh, Golf. Oh, he's fi- that's he's fucking so good, great. Man. If I'm the Yankees, yeah. but again, we, now we uncovered Cashman's secret. I'm telling him, bro, you can play golf when you play 140 games this year. Then you can play golf in the off season. Oh, no, I like it. I like when guys play other sports and get hurt. Look at my coach. I got a booner. Actually, um, we should say this. Uh, now that we're, I'm going to bring this up. Uh, uh, our condolences to the the uh, Aaron family on the passing of um, Henry Aaron yesterday. Um, you can say if you want that he's baseball's all-time home run king. He's definitely baseball's. Uh, clean all-time home run king, one of the greatest players to ever play Major League Baseball. Definitely, uh, rest in peace. And um, you know he wasn't as good. He didn't have the charismatic. Uh, uh, he didn't, didn't have the uh, uh, Mickey Mantle. <laughs> wait, okay. magic. wait, do okay. you have it up? Right? Can you read yeah, his okay. tweet verbatim? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he didn't have uh, the explosive magic, okay, of Mantle or the charisma of Maze. Okay, uh, he played in Milwaukee and Atlanta at a time when that mattered. But Aaron was a dignified force, uh, an all-around performer who dared to break the record. He was a true hero, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Look, we don't how mean, we don't mean to didn't make have fun the explosive of magic of Mantle. We don't mean to make fun of a guy dying, but no. Mike, when when somebody big in the sports world dies, the first thing I do is go to Mike Francis's Twitter page. Do you know? Do you know how there's like a backhanded compliment? He gives he gives backhanded condolences when someone dies. Wait, here's another tweet about Hank Aaron. Was it possible to be that good and still be underrated? That was Hank Aaron. <laughs> R.I.P. I swear he put the, he put the R.I.P. in it too. It all started with Horace Clark, right? That was like the first one. Yes, it wasn't that good. Okay. <laughs> okay, he wasn't that good. The Yankees then there sucked two when he more. was there. <laughs> He went on a field. He, he had a fucking field. I think day. it was Tom Seaver. He did one. Tom, Tom Seaver, I think, was a, actually a good one. Wait, okay. Horace yeah, Clark. He didn't take he a was, sh- Horace Clark was a symbol of the Yankees' fall from grace post 1964. He was mediocre, just like the Bombers, <laughs> 65 through 74. R.I.P. <laughs> okay, you weren't that good, but you're dead. So <laughs> he was mediocre. R.I.P. It's too good. It's too good. And it's not just us because now uh, Carton made, I didn't hear it, but Carton made it a segment on his show this week. Oh, man. But, oh, really? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Here, let me do Let me do uh, one more. Uh, this was uh, Tom Seaver. <laughs> Sa- Sandy Koufax is the most dominant pitcher I've ever seen. But, but the most consistent and professional was Tom Seaver. An amazing performer, R.I.P. Koufax <laughs> <laughs> was better. He has to throw something else. Not, in not there. throw in, Chris. Start it. Start it with it. <laughs> Sandy Koufax is the most dominant pitch I've ever seen, but the most consistent and professional was Tom Siva, an amazing performer, R.I.P. God, huh? God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, he has to give a eulogy for you know. Oh my God! God. And he's like. He's like, okay, Aunt Edna, you weren't really my favorite aunt. Uh, I like, I like okay. Aunt Louise Aunt Ther- better. Aunt Teresa like- was better. <laughs> okay. Oh man, that's too good. So too, let's too let's easy. just. 
Okay, he, so, he was uh, no epic man, but John, uh, Minka was was a good sidekick. Okay, okay. Right, I don't thanks. know. I was good. I brought up Henry Aaron because they had uh, Carn and Roberts had Joe Torre on yesterday to talk about Aaron, and I was gonna tie it into something he said to what we were talking about, and I completely forgot. Maybe it's maybe it's for the best. All right, so. Um, so the other thing I wanted to touch on before we move off of the Yankees and on to uh, the other big story of the week with the uh, firing of Jared Porter is uh, Luis Castillo. Uh, I think it was somewhere around Sunday, Monday, the uh, Reds GM came out and said that they are not intending to trade Luis Castillo. It is um, their belief or their hope or whatever. He said that he's going to be in a rotation this year and, you know, Yankee Twitter was taking bows. It's like we we kind of bullied him into making a statement because we were like, we're getting Luis Castillo. I do have some Adra. It's fucking eggplant, man. I love it, but it's no it's no good for me anymore. Um, but uh, we did hear there was a there was a report out from Heyman, I believe, that said that the Yankees and uh, Reds did talk about Luis Castillo and. Um, the Reds asked for Glaber Torres, and uh, Brian Cashman said, well, how many Tommy John surgeries does Luis Castillo have? And their, their GM said zero, and he said, uh, no deal. Click. 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 Get him. He's like, uh, if he has a Tommy John surgery, call me. I'll trade you him and Dominguez, okay? And I'll pick up all the, and I'll pick up all the money on Cole's contract. You have him for free. Get him some x-rays in there, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, let's just briefly talk about this. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, you know, with the Reds saying that Castillo's price tag is Glaber plus that the Yankees aren't going to swim in those waters and nor should they. That's why I kind of feel like maybe Kyle Hendricks is the guy that should be taking a stab at who would be a legit two. Castillo would be a legit two. But, I mean, if you're asking for Glaber Torres, to me it just kind of shows that you really don't want to trade him. And, I mean... If it was if you we know Glaber Torres plus we don't know how much plus is, but are you okay with Yankees passing on Luis Castillo if the asking price is Glaber Torres? Yeah, absolutely, dude. Listen, anything that's starting or ending with Glaber Torres is off the table. It's just not. It's not realistic. They can't give him up. Okay, but other teams like a team like the Cubbies, right? You said you said yourself they're looking like they're starting to sell. I mean they're looking like they're really starting to you know go fresh and maybe revamp the team. If that's the case, then you're not necessarily looking for a guy like Glaber. You gave him up for what you got. You gave him up for a World Series and he got it. Right? Move on. Start to look at prospects. Start to look to really build your farm system back up. Hendrick should be a guy that okay, if Frazier's in that deal, that's one thing. But Hendricks should be a guy where the Yankees consider throwing Dominguez out there at him. Again, it, maybe maybe it doesn't pan out at the end of the day where talent-wise, but if you get a World Series by trading that piece off for only a couple good years of Hendricks, you're doing that all day. I mean, this is what the Yankees need. This is what the Yankees need right now. And if the asking price is too high, for prospect, there's no ceiling there. I'm sorry, I'm prospects. There's nothing. And Frazier is a piece that I can part with. Is Davy Garcia a pros- 
aspect? To me, to me, no, because I really, with his time in the majors last year, even though it was short, I see a guy who can be very, very effective in the major leagues. If Davey Garcia gets moved in one of these deals, are you upset? I'm it for a guy like Hendricks. No, I'm not. Because again, I don't think Davey Garcia plays a big role in them winning a world series over the next couple of years. Do you know why Clark Schmidt will not be traded in any of these deals? Cause he's injury prone. Ryan, wasn't he drafted while he was recovering from Tommy John surgery? Yes, he was. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I believe he was. <laughs> I believe he definitely was. I mean, we're making fun of it, but I mean, file the breadcrumbs here. The only thing that goes against the grain here is letting Tommy Canely walk. You would think right. that you would think that did, Cashman would have signed him for like five years, but they did want to bring him back. They did not. They told him that he had to accept a minor league assignment, which he didn't want. To oh, do. right. They didn't want to totally get rid of him. So Cashman took his took a stab at it. Yeah, yeah. Forty days after his uh, Tommy John surgery, he was drafted by the Yankees. Clark oh, Schmidt. you're hurt. Let's use a fucking first round pick on you. <laughs> oh, you're fresh too. Oh, it's a fun show. He sent me a text. Oh, no, oh, no, never mind. That's not about Cashman. Never mind. Oh, boy. We'll get into text messages in a few minutes. Here. Please. I'm so excited. Um, so the price tag is Glaber. You say, I'm okay with walking away from that. Yes. I, I, I'm in total agreement here. I'm not... See... I'm going to, it's almost sounds contradictory because I'm saying I don't want to trade starting pieces off of my team, but I would put Clint Frazier in a deal. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Frazier, for whatever reason, whether it's fair or not, in our minds is, is an expendable piece for the, for the right, for the right return. Because why do you keep hearing, and I said this earlier in the show, why do you keep hearing the Yankees linked to Osuna and, and Puig, why do you keep hearing that they have interest in these guys? Another right-handed outfielder. Why? Why? Right. What You're is right. their What is their plan? You're one hundred percent right. Lo- You're one hundred percent right. All right. So let's take the Twitter here. We I, I asked a question uh, as a weekly poll here. Uh, would you build a package around Glaber Torres to acquire Luis Castillo? So we'll read. A few here. Um, uh, we'll go with at medic nine six eight. Would I build a package per se? No, I would trade Torres in very low level prospects as a last resort. If all other packages failed and decisions for other players like Marquez and Woodruff, uh, sign Didi or Anderson Simmons for one year because there's a, ploth- a plethora of elite shortstops in 2022. See, that's what I wanted to touch on here. Is a lot of Yankee fans say, yeah, we can trade Glaber, bring in Didi for a year, and then go get Trevor Story, Carlos Correa. Seager might be on the market. You know, is are you okay with, like, is that, knowing that, would that you make that move? Would you would you be okay with a stopgap shortstop? But again, is there a guarantee the Yankees are going to play in that market next year and go get Trevor Story, bring in Carlos Correa? If Corey Seager's out there, go bring in Seager? No. Are you confident the Yankees are going to play in that market? No. I'm definitely not confident. Definitely not again, confident in them playing in a, again, in a in a in a, you know, going after big fish like that. 
Again, like people are like, oh, just turn around and trade for Trevor Story. So you're going to tell me you're going to put all your chips in a basket to go get Luis Castillo, and then you're going to go and, and, and double down and trade for Trevor Story? That doesn't fit what the Yankees are going to do here. No, we got to run with, with what we know. And if you're making two big, significant trades, why not go get two starting pitchers and keep Glaber Torres? Right. Right. I'm I telling agree. you, and anybody listening with that can hear my voice can think I'm fucking nuts, and that's great. I am not letting Jason Dominguez hold me back from acquiring something that I really need this year. We talked about when does Brian Cashman just grab his balls and say, I need to overpay, pay an ace price on somebody that might not be an ace because I got to win. That chip that he has is Jason Dominguez. Yeah. Cash, you got it. Pun intended. Cash it in. Cash it in. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not talking about, we're not talking about fucking, I'm not saying trade uh, Dominguez for Jamison Tyon, but if you if, if you can get Castillo for Dominguez, you can get Hendricks for Castillo uh, for Dominguez. How do you let that hold you back right now? You know what Cashman has to do? He has to stop being on the defensive here. He needs to go out there and make a clear statement. And I know he said it in the past, but he's got to add a little something to it. He's got to make a clear statement that Glaber Torres is not up for debate on anyone. But he has to he has to reference that any of his prospects right now are on the table for the right deal. He has to open that door for other teams to sit there and go, you know what? Cashman said uh, any of his prospects, we want Dominguez. Let's call his bluff. And let's call him up. And let's offer him this for Dominguez. That needs- Brian, that's what Brian Cashman should do. He should he should have it on three way three way calling still a thing. Yeah, he can make it happen. Get the fucking GM of the Cubs on one line. Get the GM of the of the Reds on the other line. Call them both up and say, "Hey, Cubs GM, I want Hendricks. Reds GM, I want Castillo. Jason Dominguez is on the table. Come back to me with your best offers. One uses getting Jason Dominguez. Tell me what one of those teams wouldn't." seriously consider making a respectable deal with the Yankees knowing Jason Dominguez is on the table and tell me that you wouldn't have the fucking biggest booner in the world yeah. knowing that you could pair one of those two guys up with Garrett fucking Cole yeah. and go and win a World Series in 2021. Yeah, I really think that that's what Cashman needs to do because as much as he's made it known that Gleyber Torres really isn't on the table – he hasn't gone out there and said, I'm willing to part ways with any of my prospects right now for the right, for the right price. And, and, and allow other teams, instead of him calling on other teams, to say, fuck, man, Dominguez is a great prospect right now. If Cashman's saying that, I'm going to call his bluff on this guy. Even if they're shitty deals that, that get in the way of that one final call where it's a guy that you would part ways with, it's worth saying it. It's worth making that statement and making it known that you're okay with giving up Dominguez for the right player. You acquire either Hendricks or Castillo. Tell me what you need. Tell me what you need then. What well, do you need to feel confident at in that this point, team in 2021? A fucking World Series ring. That's it. But what what would what else would you sit there and say, I need this? I don't feel comfortable going to battle with this team if you acquire one of those two guys. Nothing. That's it. I mean, so you can make the argument of the bullpen, but you really don't have a, a strong leg to stand on with a rotation like that. 
Because then if you want to tell me you're pushing Corey Kluber down to third and those are my two, my front two guys, then we're, we're talking. We're, and, we're, and, uh, and we're, we're still waiting for Seve to, to come back and could be right. dominant again. Right. And again, we'll bring up Domingo Herman, put him in Chad Green's old role. Tell me he wouldn't flourish out there Hell yeah. doing that shit. Hell yeah. All right, we'll read a couple more. Uh, at N. Costanzo, uh, Costanzo 24. No, this is why this guy's my boy. No, but I trade Dominguez for him. It's an unpopular opinion, but Castillo takes his team over to the top. Uh, Aaron Marie MG says a swap is reasonable, but more than him, no. See, that's an interesting point. Would you just go one for one? For say it again. I'm sorry. Torres for Castillo, one for one. No, no, no. no. Okay, I, because I, I have a feeling a lot of Yankee fans would be okay one for one. No, I cut. But the they cord. don't want to. They don't want to add to Glaber Torres. The second I hear the other jam go, I fucking hang up the phone. I don't care who right. comes after or before. Him. All right, no, that's fair. That's definitely fair. Uh, <clears throat> uh, our boy, the GWK21. You know who that is? No, who? Kobani Gold. Kobani Gold. Gold. No chance. Glaber is more the future of the Yankees than even Judge or Sanchez. He's the last player on their roster. I even think about trading outside of Garrett Cole. And um, (laughs) this is how you know this guy listens to the show. I wasn't going to read another one, but I will. At Tyler Bigler NC. Hell no. Well, Glaber will have a bounce back year defensively. We need pitching, but Glaber Torres would be uh, getting rid of Glaber would be the dumbest shit since ju- signing Jacoby Ellsbury. Hashtag if George were alive. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. Yes. Love it. So uh, my wife is in the other room with a screaming child. I have to go deliver her some Gatorade. So if you two want to fill like two minutes of time before we get to our final topic, go right ahead. Oh, fill time. I'm good. I'm good. Ahead. Let's just let everyone. You want to keep watching any Jeopardy lately? No, man. I really. Ken Jennings is doing a great job, dude. I thought He's everyone hates Ken Jennings now. Yeah, there was some sort of. I don't know what it was, but he was. Uh, no, I got back on my. I got back on my documentary kick. I've, I've uh, been yeah. out of it for a while. Got to say, anyone who's on Netflix, watch Night Stalker. 100% great documentary. It's a docu-series. So, <clears throat> it's about a serial killer out in uh, L.A. back in the day, I think in 84, 85. Um, phenomenal. And uh, mm-hmm. The Vow on HBO Max. Phenomenal. Wild stuff. Wild, wild shit. Almost unbelievable. Yeah, there's some crazy freaking stories out there. And American Murder too. I'm a big documentary guy. I just haven't watched. I haven't watched documentaries in a while. Yeah, I can't even think of the last documentary I watched. I don't even know, dude. Because I'm done with regular fucking TV, man. I just can't do it anymore. I can't. I can't stand. I can't have politics in every facet of my life, and it's just everywhere now. It's everywhere, and so I got to step yeah. away. I got to step back. And if that means not watching TV outside of the Yankees, fine. Fuck it. I don't care. I was looking into I was looking into yesterday because the Yankees for 2020, they were supposed to have 20, I think it said 21 games were supposed to be on Amazon Prime because they made that deal with yeah. Amazon. But they canceled it because of COVID and the shortened season. They didn't do it. 
And they still haven't announced if they're going to do it this year, but that would be awesome. Well, you go on up. Amazon Prime now, and you see that you can watch sports on there. Yeah, like you can sometimes stream. They'll, they'll have a Thursday night football game on Amazon. Really? Yeah, like it's only Amazon. Here's my thing. So many people are moving away from cable and just going to streaming. The only thing that scares me with that is, first of all, we text nonstop. Like any true Yankee fans out there, they text each other nonstop. And with a streaming service, if someone's watching on cable, you're delayed, right? That's the first thing. Yeah, the delay. The delay. The second thing is I can't always, like Wi-Fi goes out once in a while. I can't rely on Wi-Fi if it's game seven of the ALCS or World Series and then my fucking Wi-Fi goes out and I'm flipping the fuck out. No, I don't get fair. enough credit for being a good husband. I really nah, don't. You're a decent husband. Yeah. Solid? Am I a number four you're starter? Solid. I'm a, I'm you're done. solid. You're a number four, but right now your wife's trying to make you a number two. Like, she was fine with going into this expecting you to be a number four, but now she's trying to make you a number two. So you're, it's inevitable that you're going to let her down. I'm an, I was an ace. It's like when Jay Happ was our number two last year. I, what did you say? What? You said something. Who, me? Yeah, you, you dickhead. You're not supposed to bring that name up on here. Oh, sorry. All right, so let's uh, let's kind of close out the show here. It's a little bit more serious topic than we kind of that we usually cover here. Uh, but Jared Porter, the former GM of the New York Mets, uh, was involved in a text. A, I guess sexting is. I guess is what you would say. It was like scandal. it was more one way sexting. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, apparently a female reporter that he had met in 2016 at Yankee Stadium, of all places, uh, he kind of became infatuated with, sent her 62 unanswered text messages. Two of them were of his ding-dong, and uh, the story broke Monday night, and uh, Tuesday morning he was fired uh, by Steve Cohen. Um. There's a lot of different ways to discuss this story, and I know a lot of people are probably tired of hearing about it at this point, but it's our first opportunity to talk about it, so we're going to. It's a huge story in Major League Baseball, uh, so I think we should touch on it. Uh, You do kind of have to uh, give the Mets uh, a little bit of credit here. They didn't let this thing linger. The story came out around 11 o'clock Monday night, and he was fired 7.30 in the morning on Tuesday uh, it was the it was the absolute right thing to do. You you can't have this guy uh, in a premier position in your organization where he's sexually harassing women and showing his. Uh, I, according to him, it wasn't even his his own dick. I mean, really, he said that he, he was. He just sh- Google searched it. In the when wow. the story broke Monday night, Bold. he said that he said that it was. Uh, it was supposed to be like a funny ha-ha. He was sending stock photos. Like, dude, on, just man up to it at this point. Please. Up, what, did it have a watermark going over it or something? <laughs> Come on. Honestly, when I was, I read the article, but then I, I saw a video pop up to that was telling the story. And I'm, and I'm going through it, and I'm like, all right, do I believe that this happened? Yes, I, I do. I, I don't think someone just makes this up. But at the same time, I'm a big, I'm like a big advocate for you're innocent until proven guilty, right? And it, just hear me out on this story because it, it progresses and I get to a different conclusion. This was obviously before they started showing 
the text messages. They're just saying it. And I'm like, wow, the Mets fired a guy. I could see suspending him, right, and letting this play out and seeing. And then they start showing the text messages of it's like, over weeks or months or whatever it was, this guy just didn't stop. And then it was just like out of nowhere, just like a dick pic. <laughs> it was like, you got to know your timing a little better. Like this is, this guy just did not, he clearly did not have any sense of what's right from wrong. And at that point, when, when you start to see that it doesn't matter anything else, you you got to part ways with that. And, and it was kind of like you were waiting for the Mets had too many good things going their way. And then this happened. Yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, a lot of fans want to uh, joke and say same old Mets. I mean, it, it is kind of interesting. And I tweeted this the other day that the Mets in the past two off seasons have hired a manager and a general manager and they over and those two combined oversaw zero baseball games. Hmm. Will so, the Mets have to pay him? I don't know. Does it have to go through? Like, it probably has to go through litigation, like, uh, like court, whatever. Or there's got to be like a something in the contract where it's misconduct. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure that there are morality clauses in these contracts. Like, you know, you can't do shit like this. And uh, I don't fault the Mets. I mean, how can you find something like this out about a guy? Hey, uh, you know. Chris and not Chris is interviewing for a job at my company. And do I just come out and say, Chris, have you ever unsolicited sending a picture of your balls to a woman before? Yes. I have. Well then. Okay. Well then you're fired. <laughs> okay, you're not getting deal. this job. So <laughs> imagine if that was one of the interview questions. No, no, I don't blame the Mets at all. I really don't. But there, there is an organization that I do blame. The Cubs. No. And that's ESPN. Well, Apparently, the Cubs organization knew about this. And uh, I don't know. And then he went on to Arizona and the Mets. And yes, ESPN, Mina Kimes had the story back in 2017, I believe. Uh, and I understand wanting to protect the, the victim here. And apparently, you know, Sandy Olson, who got ripped for this, although I don't think he meant it. And I don't know if it anybody that's actually found out her true identity because of it said that the woman was from Korea. Yeah. Um, you know, she didn't, she, she didn't want to be shamed because of it or whatever. And I can, I understand it. I'm not saying that, it, but if you're ESPN and you have this story and you see a guy like Jarrett Porter rising through the ranks, it is an obligation to put something out. Can't you just make a phone call and say, Hey, you know, you're, even even to the point like you know he was he was really a nobody kind of in chicago and then he kind of rose up a little bit in arizona to the point where they you know you hear his name pop up as a gm candidate for the mets knowing this don't you make a phone call yeah and say hey listen i i can't give you more information than this but you know, maybe this is not a guy that you want to hire because something's going to come out about him. So what the Cubs did reminds me of a little bit of what our high school did back in the day, and I'll make a comparison here. If the Cubs did know and they just let him go instead of acting on it just to save face, it's just like our high school, and I'm not going to... If you go back in previous episodes, you can put it together what which high school it was, but there was a teacher that was sleeping with students some of which were my friends. So I know this 
as a fact, or else I wouldn't say it. The school found out, and instead of instead of taking it to the police or anything like that, they didn't want to put a bad name on their school in the in the press. So what they do? They fired her, and then she worked at a bunch of other schools until she got caught doing it and went to jail. So, yeah, the Cubs are just as much to blame then at that point. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, you don't want to make ESPN out to be the bad guy here. I will. But I do. At the same time, you know, Jared Porter did this. He did this. Oh, no, no. no. He's the bad guy. Uh, don't get me wrong. You are responsible for your own actions. And you but at are the, same the bad time, guy. At the same time, you know, don't you want it? Don't you have some type of moral ground? I understand wanting to protect the victim, but at the same time, knowing this and knowing this guy is rising to more powerful positions, don't you want to put a stop to him? Here's my question. Knowing that he does this shit? Here's my question. I'm not doubting the victim in this, in all of this, the woman from Korea at all. I don't want it to come off that way. But my question has to be with timing here. And, and people do need to start asking more questions about certain things. How is it that she didn't want to be shamed when all of that was going on? But then she just mirac- And you can say she moved back to Korea now and now she's okay with it. But then she didn't just move the other day, right? Apparently she no longer works in baseball. Right. But when did that happen? I, that I don't know. But right. I'm saying that I think the timing the timing is a little sketchy because now people know who he is. Exactly. So now it's a story. Exactly. And this is what and this is what Craig Carton had a problem with. And I I don't know if the full audio was still there because I listened to it on the radio rewind function. Uh, but there is like a six and a half minute edited clip of his rant from the other day on the WFA and Twitter page that everybody should probably go listen to. And this is part of his what his issue was is that you know, it's a story now. Nobody cared that uh, Joe Nobody from the Cubs was showing his dick to some woman. It's not a story. But the general manager of the New York Mets shows his dick to, to a woman unsolicited. Right. Now we have a story on our hands. Exactly. Exactly. So let's piece it that, together. Let's see when she I, left baseball and was no longer vulnerable to anything. And... And then let's see the timing, because when did the when did the Mets officially hire him? Last month, uh, December yeah, maybe, or something. Uh, yeah. So let's just sure. check the timing on everything, and, and let's see how long ESPN continued to sit on this, and 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 didn't publish it until it became a story where he was, where he was someone that everyone knew, joining an organization that had a lot of positive vibes going their way. And then boom, that's when everyone cares. Well, Passon got himself into some heat because he actually tweeted in support of the Mets hiring Porter. And they said, you know, how could you say that knowing this? And he's like, oh, I only found out two weeks ago. Oh, but they had the story since 2017. Well, it was Mina Kimes' story. Is she an ESPN journalist? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I think he said Apparently he had the right Passing temperament did- for the job or something. But apparently Passon said he didn't know anything about it. And they put Pat 
And it's like ESPN put Passanani because he's the baseball guy. And I think Mina Kimes does, is an NFL reporter. Look, if I'm, I'm going to, really sure. I don't like passing, but if I'm going to say my, give my stance of innocent until proven guilty, I got to give it with someone I don't like also. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he didn't. He doesn't so seem like give a, mal- a passing. I'm going to give him a passing on this. He doesn't seem like a, mal- I, I don't like him because he just is fucking annoys me, but it doesn't He's seem a like a douchebag. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. seem like a malicious person that would. I think it was, no. uh, if I'm going to blame anyone, I'm not going to blame an individual at ESPN. I'm going to blame the organization because I don't right. care the victim's stance at that point. You didn't have to release what you released. All you could do is put a statement together to the, to the owners of, e, uh, of Major League Baseball stating a fact that you had proof and evidence that he, he it, just wasn't the guy to hire that he had a past of misconduct and they didn't want to release anything because of it, why then teams would at least be cautious and look into him a little more at the very right. least. What is the, why would ESPN have a, uh, take a vindictive approach towards Jared Porter? If you didn't want to release any, any specific type of information to protect this woman, why would ESPN ha- put privately i mean these guys these these people that are in these positions of power to make hires on general managers have been in the game and know the way things are done you know they've been around long enough to know that espn is not calling them privately off the record to tell them that this guy's got skeletons in his past just to just to put out a hit on him for no reason especially when he was a nobody like, especially when it, it's not like ESPN just doing this randomly with a bunch of different guys. This would be a case where they tr- they wouldn't really be questioned. And and the owners, again, at the very least, would be cautious because they'd say, look, maybe they are sitting on something. And I don't want to necessarily discriminate against the guy when I don't have proof of anything. But I'm also going to take this seriously and, and figure that if I give him a position of of a higher power in my organization that this story is going to end up coming out. Right. Cause then at least you can, you, you know, do a little bit more in, it would have taken the blame uh, invest- off of ESPN. Do a little bit more investigation. Uh, or it, even if you're like, I don't know why, you know, this sounds like bullshit, bring him in, but then take it another step further, you know, Hey, Jared, uh, we want to know, like, is there anything going to come out about right. you once we hire you? Right. And, and obviously he's him probably, he's probably going to lie about it and say, no, I'm, I'm the same. But I'm in that moment, guy. you can read people, people who are doing these interviews, hire people for a certain reason. Yeah. And, but guys, don't you think if he was hired, he was hired in December. You don't think that question was asked in the, in the culture we're in right now. You don't think they asked him, Hey Jared, is there anything we should know about? No, but, you, you're right. I do think that those questions are are asked. They vet these guys for hours. How long was Aaron yes. Boone in an I agree with you on with that. But if you had direct a direct story of of something that was speculated or alleged alleged story of him, you can you can ask a more direct question than are there any skeletons in your closet that might come out and instead be like, look, we have some information that a high ranking organization press media organization has evidence of you, blah, blah, blah with another woman. Is this something that happened? If it is, then we're, we're not going to hire you, but you need to be honest with us. 
And, and I mean, at that point, you can still put the blame back on the Mets for even considering a guy that that could be true with. And, and at the very, at the very least, again, you're taking the blame off of ESPN and saying, well, the Mets had an idea. The Mets knew we warned everyone that this was the case. Look, you don't want to take away from what Jared Porter did. The guy's a piece of shit. He's fucking garbage. Okay. No, it's all on him. It's on him. 60 unanswered text messages. When do you get get the point? When do you get the point? Yeah. Yeah. That's not just like, that's not just like, oh, I like her. I, I think she's, I want to take her on a date. It's just like, that is psychotic behavior yes that's what i was saying before you just didn't get it like he he clearly just didn't get it he was someone who thought he was big and bad and and invincible and just could kind of do and send whatever the fuck he wanted so i mean like but again you have the power you're espn you have the power to make sure this guy doesn't do this anymore and you sit on it until it becomes until it becomes a story yeah yeah, that is where us. that's that's yeah. what that's that's what bothers me about the reporting of the whole thing. Yeah, is that up. you can't you can't sit on it. What if Jared Porter never became anybody in Major League Baseball? Then hey, no one would care. So fuck it, we'll just let him off. But, but what if he kept meeting women? Yeah, exactly, and kept doing this shit. Exactly, it's not okay. No, it's, it's not okay. It's Look, fellas, not. if you need to, if you need to hear this from me, if you need to actually hear this from me, please seek help. But if she doesn't ask to see it, she doesn't want to see it. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. If you, if that if that is the first time that thought has ever crossed your mind, please seek fucking help. Well, here's we, the here's the here's the, the last thing that we he, the last thing we need and more of is sexual predators. Yeah. So, and so honestly, it. Just think, just remember, did she ask me? Well, no. Trust me, a woman will let you know when she wants something, when she especially wants to when it, it comes to that. Yes. When, especially when it comes to that, okay? So you don't need, and I'm going to tell you this, I, I'm not the most debonair guy. I haven't been the most, uh, you know, the, the Lothario or whatever you want to say, but I can tell you that uh, – 60 unanswered text messages is not an invitation to pull it out. You definitely weren't popular in high school. Like if you don't get the hint, if you don't get the hint at that point, but yeah, I mean, in the beginning, she, she does seem consensual. Like she's like, she's into him. And then it comes out that like, she really didn't understand the language 100% either. So the, now the we're now we're taking barrier, advantage yeah. of someone who doesn't fully understand how much of a douchebag you're try, you're trying to be at this point. Yeah, it's just a, it's a fucked up story on a lot of different accounts. Like you you got a guy who's a predator, he's a scumbag, uh showing his penis off. It, uh, again, allegedly it wasn't even his according to him. Yeah, like man up the, and send your actual Like how dumb dick. Like or admit to it. Like that like let's 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 honestly say that we believe him even though we shouldn't that he didn't send his actual, his actual junk to somebody that he was go- You're Googling other pic. You did Googling yeah. pictures of other guys. I actually lose more respect s- for him at that that's point. Act, that's more creepy. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. now you're worried. And, you and then you got a major media outlet sitting on something. And this is what Carton's problem was. And I agree with him. Like this is now a story to further your career. Yep. Instead of helping somebody. Exactly. 
And that's a problem. And and Corin made a great point. He's like, and it was Mina Kimes' story, not Jeff Passons, but Jeff Passons to face it is. So now instead of, you know, you want to promote women and being good to women or you know, just lacking the proper terminology yeah, I here, get but it. you're you're empowering you're pushing women. out you're pushing a woman whose story this was to decide right now the public faces. Right. So exactly. I mean, and maybe she didn't want to be a part of it. We don't know that shit either. That's why I respect Carton for it. And I loved his rant, but we don't know the, again, we don't know all the, but fa- her name was but, on the original story, but so here's the thing. Want- okay. But here's the thing though. I like what Carton did because that should engage conversation. And if Passon has things to clear his name of this, he should go on the show and he should say them. But instead, he won't. He'll let it all go, and he'll eventually, ESPN will start, you know, discrediting Carton for what he's saying. Instead of opening dialogue and making things clear on how it all came out. Right. So, I mean, again, uh, it's just a, it's just an unfortunate situation. You just hope that... Uh, the woman who is the victim in all this, she's almost forgotten because you have to take it because of the way ESPN handled this, I guess you can, she's almost forgotten in all of this, but you just hope that she's able to get past it. Yeah, because, she will be, you know, you just, you, you, you hope for her. She's got it. It's, if she don't ask you for your PP. Don't send it. That's, that's not something I ever want to find out about a woman that I love that, that happened to them because I'm not going to react kindly to it. Because you will probably have to Google pictures of somebody else's balls to know what balls look like at yes. that point. <laughs> yes. All right. So uh, <clears throat> we were having fun in episode 211. Yeah, and then it just got part. dark. We got tired talking about dicks and reading, balls. I was actually, I get, I, I go down these these rabbit holes of like these lists on BuzzFeed. It's like, you know, That's your some first of them problem. are funny. I understand that, but some of them are actually kind of funny and it's like 29 movies that the trailer misled you on. And it's like movies that are a lot darker than they seem to be. And I'm like reading, it's like, it's like, Oh, it was a comedy, but then this guy had cancer and died 10 minutes into the movie. And it's like, that's what this episode was. Yes. Yeah. It was like when, it was like when someone (laughs) made the shining trailer, a comedy, (laughs) <laughs> Did you ever see that? You have to YouTube that. Someone turned That's the Shining funny. trailer, uh, Shining, like made a fake Shining trailer. It's but the Shining. It, it's the Shining <laughs> of like a comedy movie, like an upbeat family movie. It's this like that. Like, it's like Did that. you ever see Click with Adam Sandler? I love yeah. Click. It's one of my this favorite. Like this, this, this is like Click. This is like Click. This episode is like Click. You think you're getting a classic Sandler movie and then it just takes a fucking deep dark turn your eyes and out. you're just fucking dead at the end. Dead. Dead. Larry King also passed yeah, away. Yeah, Larry King, rest in peace. Larry King. Dude was Larry King. Dude was old. Dude was yeah. old legend. Old yeah. two two legends died this week. You know, they always yeah. say it comes in threes. Who's next? Who's next? No, you don't want to say that. Who's next? Jesus. Yeah, let's just keep getting darker, guys. <laughs> Seriously. You want to you want to no, get let's dark? Just fucking dark end it, please. Get? Let's, let's end this. We were going to talk about yeah. Brett Gardner, but I guess we could save that for next week. Maybe he'll be on. Uh, maybe we can get him on the show next week. Oh, all right, I'll make some calls if you guys want to. Definitely a possibility. Uh, so, thank you for listening to episode two eleven of the NYY Sports Talk podcast. Please follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. 
uh, Stat Guy Ride. Do you have anything to say? I felt like you were rather quiet today. Do you want to leave the the, uh, the audience no, with man, any I, parting words? I, I thought you guys. I yeah. I want to say one thing. You got you two are, did a great job in this pod. Dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. We kill. We rose. We let we let it rise like like a good fine bread, and then we fucking squashed it right at the end. <laughs> I'm going to go and finish watching The Godfather when I'm done with this. Okay. All right. You know, then I'm going to get in trouble for on Twitter for calling it overrated. It is overrated. I really, honestly, without getting too deep into it, it is, it's a great movie. Overrated 2 is way better. How do you think Francis Godfather was a great movie? Uh, overrated uh, 2 was better. <laughs> Rest in peace. Godfather uh, is actually my favorite. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Godfather three. Yeah. Okay. Shit, yeah. My mic was my mic. My Francesca impression was off. <clears throat> it's a little off tonight. I haven't no, done I it in a while. It. I liked it. It was okay. solid. Okay. I give it. I give okay. it a Corey Kluber of signings mm. right there. Okay. Mm. Wasn't wasn't the great. It was uh wasn't as dominant. Okay. Wasn't as dominant an impression. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, you imagine if Mike was around for uh, when Jesus died. Okay. He say, <laughs> Son of God. Okay. He walked on water. Uh, okay. right, but I uh, never saw him walk on water. Right, but, <laughs> that was, uh, was, a, was a rumor. The Jews right. don't believe in him right. for never a reason. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take that aside on this thing. Okay. Uh, but all right. They gave him his own holiday for what? What did he ever do? You have a whole. You have a whole religion who doesn't even believe in him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They only believe in his father. But I love Christmas. Not even a good holiday. Okay. <laughs> mediocre, mediocre holiday. Thanksgiving dominant holiday. Okay. <laughs> All right, please, Jesus God. All right, that's just what we were just talking about here. Yeah. So we're alienating everybody. We're saying, everyone. you know, yeah, everyone dude, is, is taking a hit today. You know, you yeah, think we, we made fun of the president. You think we made fun of God? That's it. You know, what? you're all we'll done. Sit, we're all done. We'll sit on a fucking nail. Seriously, we're done. We'll right up your ass. Yeah. You can't have fun on this show, and you can't have fun anywhere. I agree. All right, thank you for listening to episode 211. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at NYY Sports Talk. Stat Guy Rye. Go Yanks. Chris, say goodbye. Peace.